You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode, and hey, hey, the gang's all here. We've got Jim, hello Jim. Good evening. We've got Nick, hello Nick. Good evening everybody. And of course you've got me. I said that very quietly, people might be falling asleep here, you don't (laughs) want to wake them up now. (laughs) I'm sure people are always falling asleep with this show, anyway, there you go. (laughs) I did ask Mark if he could come on, but uh, he's out on the town, so I suspect he's probably sampling a few ales. So, no, Mark, unfortunately. So, uh, yep, couldn't really put the old band back together, as it were, but we're here, nevertheless, to talk about a few stories. Um, Well, the obvious big story of the week is, of course, Apple's event on the 15th, which is titled Time Flies. Um, pretty sure personally that that, uh, you know, is a heavy hint that, uh, watches might feature fairly heavily <laughs> in the, uh, yeah, in the lineup. I, I get the feeling it's going to be watches and the iPad, uh, ear, uh, and I think the iPhones will not. I don't think the iPhones are going to get a look in. I think, mm-hmm. um, somebody I was listening to on a podcast suggested that, you know, because um, because Apple, you know, don't have to get all the press and everything gathered at the Steve Jobs Theatre and all the rest of it, that it is easier for them to split events into, you know, and more more events, as it were, rather than having to get everybody, you know, physically gathered together at an actual event. And then you're going to want to cram in as much as you can. Um, whereas now they can have one now and let the spotlight shine on whatever it is they're going to show, and then they can have another event and focus on the iPhones. And also, you get the advantage that, basically, if they announced iPhones and an iPad and the watches, they're saying that iPhone sucks all the, you know, all the news up, and the other items tend to get overlooked. So it's actually advantageous to do an event which is something, and then another event which is about the iPhones and just the iPhone. Um, the, the only problem with that is, um, if that is the case, um, how are they going to pad out hour and a half, two hours of, of a keynote? It doesn't have well, to be they'll done. have to they'll have to fawn over the over the watch for at least an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be <laughs> an hour and a half, though, does it? Beautifully beveled edges and things, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Maybe we'll see the mysterious chi charger. Well, who knows? Unless we air tags thingy. I mean, it hasn't it hasn't stopped some um, some you know of these you know prognosticators saying that there may be a fourteen inch uh, you know MacBook. Um, personally, I don't say think 14 so. Inch watch a fourteen inch watch. <laughs> That's a hell of a big watch. That puts even the it giant Samsung uh, watches to shame. That does. <laughs> I see me from my eyesight. <laughs> Maybe we've seen time. <laughs> if um if you look at if you look at the photo 
because you know we're supposed to read too much into the photos because uh, it's our job. Um, it, it could and that could be a watch strap, couldn't it? You know, one of those that they wrap round twice well, around you. Mm, I can't remember the posh ones. Yeah, the Melanies. Yeah, uh, 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 it could it could be a strap, couldn't it? So I think I think those straps are absolutely stupid. What the? Oh the... yeah, well either, but then I wouldn't get that much money on a watch mm. strap anyway. Well, my, so my you, wife, anyone that's um, in the market for a new watch? I'm not. I've only just. I'm, no, I'm, only... I'm quite happy with my second. A, a, a series one. well i've got a series three but i mean i only got it at christmas so i'm in no rush thank you i don't actually use my watch that much i, I uh, when i'm in the house i don't wear it um and when i'm out and about i do but usually it's just i'm out for a walk and it just shows me you know how far i've walked on it and things like that mm. um so I don't actually use that much these days when i was at work i wore it all the time but uh, but now i'm retired i'd don't wear it any near as much as as I used to. My biggest problem with the Apple Watch is it wouldn't survive five minutes at my job. Um, <laughs> yes. Vibration and dust and paint and tops would kill it. Um, yeah, yeah. I had the series one for about twenty months. So that I mean, you could um, you could get one of those cases that goes on it. I I had one um, for review. I had one at one point. Mm. Um, is this like a protective cover of some sort? Yeah, it's like an armored case. You know, you put over the watch. <clears throat> completely <laughs> enclosed it. Um, yeah, needs to be pretty well armoured. <laughs> For your job, yes. So perhaps, uh, I think it's fair to say, if it's mostly about the watch, then it's not going to be our event because none of us are interested in a new watch. I mean, I'll be interested in any new technology they throw in it, but, but that's about it, really. I think there'll be more than the watch. Um, I think I'm with, uh, I'm with Jim, actually. I would expect to see... The watch, maybe a new iPad, um, and then anything else that they want to, you know, bring out a charging mat, throw in there tags, the air tags that are rumoured, anything like that. So if, if they are going to get out a device with the ARM architecture, uh, you know, an Apple Silicon device, uh, they're going to have to get on with it at some point. Yes. Whether it'll be now is is debatable, but. They won't be able to leave it late if they want to hit the Christmas uh, sales. No, they're going to want to hit the. Um, so perhaps the Octo- if they have an October event, they might it might come in that. They, it might there um, it because could, I've could I've be been one. reading. That's wrong, and you will see the iPhones announced, but I don't think um, we're going to see iPhones, and I don't think we'd. Well, they might announce an Apple Silicon laptop, I suppose, but I doubt it'd be shipping because from what I've no. been reading, the. Um, they're only now ramping up the the Apple Silicon fabs, right? Okay. To do the fourteen or fourteen X or whatever it's. So we, we might be. we might get a preview or something. Who knows? They might get a demonstration of a unit. Yeah, uh, might get a, might get some sort of preview of something, but they it's not going to be you know available next week. If they do show one off, I suspect it will be you know available mid October or something late October. I mean, they're going to want yeah. to get it out for the buying season, aren't they? As the Americans call it, the holiday if, if, if they did, If they are going to get it out this year, which they did imply that they would. Well, they didn't. They didn't then, imply. Yeah. They out and out said they would. But yes. Although, of course, so, strictly speaking, that doesn't mean they don't have to release it until December the 31st. Um, <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you're going to miss if you're going to miss Christmas, unlikely, though, that could, be a, that could be a, you know, that would be a blow, I'm pretty sure. 
So yes, I would I'm, say they're going to want to get it out, you know. He's saying uh, it's probably iPhone, uh, iPad and Apple Watch, just like the, the event next week. I, uh, so yeah. no one's talking arm devices, which is weird, isn't it? Yeah, time flies suggests suggest watches. I think it's going to be most yes. the watch it online as well. Is that kind of hint? I suppose. Mm. No, I'm sure it'll. Um, I mean, if it's a, if it's anything like the last one, they did they did it very well. I thought. Mm. Um, so yeah, looking forward well, to it. Yeah, I am looking forward format, to it. I, you know, I'm looking forward to it because I, on the whole, enjoy their presentations. There's one or two I've watched, and there was one I can't remember which one it was. And oh, there was went, a really, really long one, wasn't there? It just seemed to go on for a Yeah, <laughs> there was one, and, it, and, you know, they were going on for ages and ages about mail wasn't it the one, and, and stuff. Wasn't it, wasn't it the one that they announced all the um, all the uh, movies and things? and the Yeah, Animojis. That one that went on and on and on. It went and on. on and on and on. They were going on about Animojis and stickers. And uh, oh, yeah. Oh, good yeah. grief, really? Like, Fine, announce you're like, doing stickers. That's enough. We don't need a half an hour of... Yeah. Craig but if it's anything over. like, yeah, it's anything like the last one they did, that you know, the first one in lockdown, as it were. I thought they did very well. So I, I think it will be very slick, and um, hopefully, you know, who knows? I did um, rub my hand somewhat with glee, by the way, because um, well, that's the cool all, all the all the classic <laughs> leakers and prognosticators and so on. It, it started saying that. Um, Stuff was going to be announced, what was it, last Tuesday or whatever it was. And actually, they were all completely wrong because what Apple did it was announce the event would be on the 15th of September, which was hilarious <laughs> because all the so-called inside, you know, knowledge geezers were wrong. Much to my satisfaction. Schnadenfreude, not much. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Um, But... Anyway, that's that's coming, so we can all, you know, no doubt we'll have so plenty to say uh, about that. That's Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday that's Tuesday, yeah. Look forward to that. That's not you're the only technology I'm going to well. get on Tuesday either. My new my new dishwasher is coming on Tuesday after my old one is packed in. Oh, right. You will not pay them enough. <laughs> no, no, my mechanical dishwasher has been running on cold water for some weeks now and um got the engineer guy out and uh he basically said it's not the thermostat switch and it's not the element and it's not the pressure switch that determines if you've got enough water therefore it's the motherboard so i'll tell your insurance company the motherboard's gone and uh they'll probably condemn it and they rung me up and said reddit 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 I can't say it. Reddit, its last rights. Yes. Um, so, and I, I have to say, I was quite pleased. Um, a that they said they would replace it rather than try and fix it. Um, yeah. Which is well, that's that's the policy I have. It's like if we can't fix it, we replace it. Um, Fair enough. But the uh, the other thing was they t- they told me um, they gave me a choice of um, some brand I'd never heard of and a Kenwood. So I said, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll take a, I'll, I'll have a Kenwood, please. Um, Thank you very much. Because she said, what's the brand you've got at the minute? I said, it's Zanussi. So she says, do you want another Zanussi? No, I don't. <laughs> Thanks. This one's not been very good. Um, oh, anyway, right. so they said they'd replace it. But then, then they rang me back and said, oh, I hate to tell you this, but the delivery period, uh, you know, the delivery times on the Kenwoods are uh, one to three weeks. So I was like, oh, Gordon Bennett. I've got to go another three <laughs> weeks with trying to wash dishes in, you know, cold water. 
Um, but then I got a, uh, I got a text alert saying, uh, your dishwasher will be delivered on Tuesday. It's like, oh, excellent. That's good. That's a lot shorter than yeah. one to three weeks. So, it is. Uh, it was only a few days, so I'm pleased. A new dishwasher's coming, and I'll be able to wash all my plates in hot water, which will be nice. Well, I've uh, I've been um, uh, having problems with my... You know, I bought a new keyboard when I bought my Mac Mini, mm-hmm. and a, a Logitech 3-in-1 jobby. Uh, it, when I say 3-in-1, it's Bluetooth, but you can have three devices yeah, paired to can... it. Yeah, you can pair um, it to multiple devices. Yeah. Sadly, the sadly the V key has decided that it uh, it popped off once, and I thought, oh dear, so I put it back, and then it popped off again, so I put it back again, and then it popped off again, <laughs> and I thought, oh, this is obviously going to be an issue. So I uh, I contacted uh, Logitech, and they said, uh, where did you buy it from? I said Amazon. And they said, okay, ring Amazon. So uh, even though it was past its um, return date, I rang Amazon, and they straight said, no, yeah, no problem. Um, we can either send you a new one um, and then you return the one within 30 days. So we'll refund the money straight away um, or uh, or send it us back and then we'll send you a new one. And I said, oh, no, I'd, I obviously need the keyboard. So so they uh, refunded me straight away and uh, a new one arrived the next day. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Yes, um, I thought that was quite efficient. <laughs> talking of... Um keyboards and efficiency um one of the other slack groups that i you know that i frequent um one of the guys in there said he just ordered um a new imac and um when it came he was disappointed to to realize that you get the the short bluetooth keyboard with that oh right yeah you know the like the little laptop one so um he was a bit miffed so it was even more miffed when he went back to the Apple, you know, store online and realised that he he could have upgraded to the full, you know, uh, full full keyboard with the numeric keypad at the time of ordering for thirty pounds, you know, an extra thirty oh, pounds, and you could have the extended yeah. keyboard. So um, he rung Apple and said, "Can I not just exchange this keyboard?" And they said, uh, "No, because you, they come in, you know, in the box, and it's a bundle, and the, the extended keyboard is a bill-to-order option." Um, so no, unfortunately, you can't do that. So um, then he thought, "Oh well, I'm going to have to buy one." Well, uh, if you you know Apple, if you buy yeah one of their it's a couple keyboards, of hundred quid, isn't it? It's about hundred no, hundred, not as much as that, hundred and twenty no, quid or something. Anyway. Yeah, 120 quid, I think, for the Magic Keyboard 2, you know, um, wireless extended keyboard with numeric keypad. Anyway, I can't I can't remember the exact details, but anyway, he then kind of argued the toss with them, and they said, oh, look, we'll just send you a new, we'll just send you one. <laughs> oh, excellent. They just sent him, they said they'd just send him a, 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 you know, is that what you really wanted? And we're very sorry. So I, I don't know if they charged him the 30 quid upgrade or what, but basically they just sent him a right. keyboard. They said we'll send oh, you a, if you want an extended keyboard with numeric keypad, sir, we'll send you one. So that'd yeah, be nice. I looked at all of those. I looked at all of those when I was wondering what to buy, and I, I just didn't want to spend that much. Hundred and twenty quid's quite a lot for a keyboard, I think. It is actually. It's, it's, um, it's excessive. For and what and it is, this um, this Logitech is uh, is uh, thirty two pounds, <laughs> so that's quite a lot less. I mean, I have the extended Magic Keyboard Two or whatever the hell it's called at work. Yeah. Um. Because, yeah, I paid the 30 quid or whatever it was, you know, um, when I yeah. ordered the machine to get upgraded. But um, anyway, they didn't have to do that, obviously. 
So that was nice. No, of them. That was very good. Very you good. Know, typical bit of Apple going above and beyond to keep their customers happy. Anyway, um, talking of keeping customers happy, uh, it would appear that Apple have um, made a load of changes uh, to their App Store rules and uh, review guidelines uh, to address game streaming services, in-app purchases, advertising, and more. I've got two links here. One is um, Apple Insider, and the other one is Mac Stories. Um, basically, after the whole Epic debacle, Microsoft said that they would not be able to bring their uh, their game streaming service, I forget what they call it, um, to uh, iOS or the Mac because the App Store rules did not allow that kind of um, an app, which is effectively a catalogue. Um, but Apple have altered the rules slightly. They have tweaked them so that services uh, like that can now uh, be on the App Store. Um, they... Oh, okay. So I've just I've just been quickly reading reading it. So this is quite a good description. It says. Uh, it will now allow developers to present a catalog app to help users sign up for the service and find the games, as long as there there's an app store entry for the streamed title. Yes. Uh, so it'll be almost like a, a redirect. It, you know, it'll say you can buy this, 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 and this, and then you click on it, it takes you to the app store. Yes. You know, yeah. So okay, that's fair enough. And um, you know, they've made changes to the in-app purchasing. Uh, guidelines and so on to make this work. I mean, I don't know if the set app um, for iOS had something to do with that because obviously that's an app within which you get access to a whole load of other apps. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe. Because I know for a long time Apple did not allow as what they're now calling a catalogue app, which allowed you to then get access to other services yeah. without but they have now they have stated that all of the games in these services will have to be listed individually on the app store for yeah uh, i mean the difference purposes. is the difference is that um uh set app is a subscription isn't it oh. so they treat it as a subscription well and i okay, think the, i think in it, but... these these services that they're allowing will be yeah. also subscription services you will have to subscribe except except that the apps will be available in the app store are, are setups apps available in the app store i'm not sure that they are i i don't well, know setup is more mic yes uh, it is but there is now a iOS. Yes. iOS. yeah 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 mm. but but no I, i'm yeah on the mac yes I, i'm not aware that, that i don't think the apps are available on the app store as well but I'm, but I might oh yeah they are yeah it contains things that you can buy individually the whole point of um the idea with setup is that you pay your sub and you get access to this whole library of apps which if you bought them all individually would cost you a fortune okay um, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna check that now i'm going to just try one i'm going to type i had a look at setup and I, I didn't really see anything that i wanted to to use oh yeah no. I, i've got yeah i found some it, uh, it, no I, i've just the first one i've gone to um is not in the app store right but it is in setup right um so but i think the difference is setups a subscription yeah whereas what they're offering is you to buy something through an app which then directs you to the app store uh, no i'm not sure they are so I, you think, still buy it through, I think they're talking you still about buy it through the app store I, oh or are, or are they offering you the ability to buy it but it then 
uses app store processes to buy it i don't know i don't think i think what they're talking about here is for example like um like the google game streaming service you pay a subscription and then you have access to all the games that are in the library oh so it is a subscription service i believe they're looking at subscription services it's the i think the there were two things which oh because they're talking about streaming games aren't yes Yes. i think that would be a subscription i think there were two things that prevented you know people like microsoft or google offering their game streaming service on um ios before and one was the the kind of rules about um kind of you know having an app which contains effectively other apps and the in-app purchase rules it looks like they've come to some agreement um i haven't studied it at great length but what it does mean it all it all looks very complicated to me it does but i think what it means is that they've no doubt come to an arrangement with microsoft and possibly google and you know to yes to make this and possibly some somebody like steam you know to allow that i mean hopefully what it, available. hopefully what it, yeah hopefully what it means is that for the you it'll be easier to do what they need to do yes because ultimately that's what we want isn't it? We, it, it describing it might be really complicated <laughs> Yeah, but actually doing it should be simple. Well, that, I think that's the point. Talk yeah. about Apple bringing in some kind of um, uh, bundles or some kind. There's, there's, there's some, some comment. There's a lot of talk that Apple are going to have a you know bundle up some of their services, um, and mm. it's going to be oh, called God. Apple. So they've been One. talking about that for years, though. Haven't yes, they? but um, has that come back into onto the scene again? It has. We might hear more about it on Tuesday. Um, and there's there seems to be yeah, uh, a lot of um, I guess there seems to be a lot of background you know from people with inside knowledge that this is actually going to be a thing, whereas people have mentioned but, it before. But every time we've talked about it, we've talked about people with inside knowledge. It's never yes, happened. So that is it'll true. Be interesting, won't it? But there yeah. seems to be a lot of, a lot of it around. People are almost certain that this is coming. Um, that they're going to bundle oh, okay. up some of their services. Well, that should be interesting. If, if, uh, if they're going to allow, if they're going to allow subscriptions and uh, that kind of thing, how is that going to affect uh, arcade? Because that's a kind of subscription, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but then you pay, you pay your monthly fee and you get all the games. But the, I think the, I don't suppose because the point with arcade is all the games that are in arcade are exclusive. They're not available mm-hmm. anywhere else. They're yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, Apple Arcade is you know Apple exclusive mm. games um right yeah all, all, all that they're doing here is actually giving access to what people have got access to on other platforms yes effectively isn't it yeah I mean, they're just making it so that they can buy loot boxes and whatever it is or, that you know or, people do these days i mean i think the thing with game streaming services i think the big thing with game streaming services is I'm not a huge gamer. I mean, we've got a PS4 in the house and, you know, I play a bit. Um, I, I think maybe special levels you want to unlock and that kind of thing. Yes, that's the, that is, is the sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, what they call DLC, downloadable content. So, yeah. for example, um, I had a game on the PS4 called Metro Exodus. Um, I can't remember if I bought it or if it was in the, if it was in the, in the their you know game subscription plan um anyway i played the game and it was 
it was a good game and I enjoyed it. And then at the end, there's like, oh, well, if you've enjoyed this game, you can, you know, for, I don't know, £14 or something, you can download a, sort of some extra bits, you know, some extra levels to play. Um, I didn't because... Fourteen quid for a few extra levels seemed like a bit steep to me, but that's by the by. You know, this is the sort of thing that that, that people get into. I think these services are mostly probably going to be talking about offering, you know, play Xbox type, you know, Xbox games, but on your mm-hmm. on your iPad or whatever. You know, um, okay. I think that's the I think that's the general sort of gist of it. I don't know. I'm not I'm not deeply enough into that field, but anyway, Apple have made a load of changes to their rules, which are going to make these things easier and that means people who like and want those things will as you say nick you know it, it, describing it and the actual workings of it can be as complicated as anything as long as to the user it's just i get what i want simply and easily that's that's yes. what we care about yeah well 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 done apple you've completely confused us <laughs> yeah, exactly. what is you doing but hopefully it's good <laughs> just wish that we get rid of any purchases please Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, wouldn't it just? Uh, talking of making things simpler, um, some time ago, probably a year or so ago, I think we, we talked about the fact that Apple had joined um, a kind of trade group with uh, Google and Amazon and some uh, smart home device manufacturers. And they were proposing to come up with a new standard for um you know, Internet of Things, smart home devices, and uh, which would make it easier for people to, you know, buy. You want to buy a camera, you could just buy this camera. It would it would say on it, you know, Internet of Smart Things compatible, and it would then be able to work, you know, with any service. Um, An alliance. Yes, effectively. And um, I drop news. So they're as, saying... Has, has an article here, Apple's HomeKit platform is about to embrace a wealth of new accessories, which is not really about that at all. It's about this um, trade alliance, which uh, are, in effect, about, I believe, to announce this new standard. Uh, it's called Project Project Connected Home, apparently. Oh, Connected Home over IP. Um so, so it's not quite ready yet. They're saying that the draft specification should be should be um, adopted by the end of the year, and then stuff will start happening the beginning next of year. next year. Um, apparently, the group consists of Amazon, Google, Apple, Zigbee Alliance, um, and that they were going to develop a new common standard for smart home automation. Um, so it covers all sorts of stuff, including lighting, uh, electrical, yeah. light bulbs, anything, right? Controls, plugs, um, outlets, HVAC yeah. controls. Yeah. As it yeah, says so here, the... having this carry on, we've got HomeKit and you've got uh, Alexa and all the other different systems. Um, every device you... you buy should actually work under the one thing. Yeah, well, yeah. I think they'll, yeah. I think they'll still have the different. I think they'll still have the different things, but they should all be supported. So the device should be supported by them all. Yes. Yeah, well, so the, it the says here. I've, I've got two Wi-Fi plugs, mm. and I can't use them in HomeKit. Uh, no, actually, I want to use HomeKit because I don't think HomeKit's all that good. Um, but I've got to use one app uh, for these two plugs to make them work. Uh, yeah, there's, there's no doubt in HomeKit. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that we need to. It needs to all be brought together. 
Mm-hmm. Setting some stuff up is very complicated for the average user. Mm. Uh, you know, involves apps and hubs, and we really need to bring it all together. And hopefully, this group will push that forward. But, but that's only for new devices. That won't have, that won't help you if you've got existing devices. No, it won't help you with old ones. No, <laughs> it won't fix your old devices. Um, mm-hmm. Sadly. But what it means is going forward from probably from 2021, um, it says here this alliance has grown um, and it now contains uh, about 145 manufacturers of smart home devices. Um, and the idea is that, yes, uh, going forward, if you buy a device that contains that, you know, mark, uh, smart home over IP approved, it will work with Google Home or Alexa or um you know, Apple's home kit and so on. And Apple, of course, have also out um open sourced home kit in a um as a way to uh expand their uh you know their yes, the, the number of devices it, available. Easier. Yes, yeah. easier to make it because um originally they were, you know it, I'll be fair, I thought excessively strict about uh, you know, what was required well it had to have a chip right at the beginning it had to have a chip or they wouldn't support it so yes and then and obviously you know manufacturers of cheap devices were not prepared to do that so then they went to software anyway there we go hopefully for those of you who are into you know smart devices uh, in your home um going forward there should be a standard which will allow you to be able to buy a device and it will work regardless of what um you know what system you're using as your as your core which is nice does um does anyone mind if we take a break at this point so that i can i'm just something gone really dry no no problem (laughs) i could could do with a cup of tea (laughs) let's take a let's take a pause yes Mm -hmm. i'm going to fill up my glass of wine why not Rightio, I'm back in a Yeah, and Jim, Jim can have some more ginger beer and try not to snarf on it no 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 not tempting fate. <laughs> some orange juice. There's an idea. There's yeah, that's, why not? Put some gin in it. Yes, for some reason, listeners, all, all three of us today seem to be plagued with uh, dry, tickly throats and coughs. Uh, not of the, uh, you know, infectious variety, but of the, um, just the dry, dusty throat kind of type. There we go. So, uh, moving on, chaps, uh, the Scotland have, uh, you know, the Scottish have launched their COVID-19 tracing app based on the Apple and Google API. Uh, one for you there, Jim. So, uh, have you uh, downloaded that? Yes, I have, yes. Jolly good. And, uh, of course, uh, the English NHS, it's not really the NHS, people, don't be fooled, but that's, by the by, the um, the English uh, COVID-19 tracing app will be going live apparently on September the 24th so we've still got to wait a little while um, but that one is also based on the uh, Apple Google a- API after um, you know the failed having said uh, having said back in March that it was vital that they got it up and running 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was also vital, of course, that, that how dare Apple and, you know, Google say that the Westminster Parliament couldn't find out all sorts of other things about you that had absolutely nothing to do with whether or not you were near somebody with COVID and uh, sell that data off Indeed. to a private company for, you know, the next 30 years with no... Whatever. Uh, yeah. With no well, recourse to the public. Actually. Yes. They also wasted millions of pounds on developing this one. Oh, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Used, oh, yeah, yeah, they did. Millions of pounds, which yeah. all went to one of their mates, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm not bitter. Mm. My tax money <laughs> went into the pocket of some Eton lad. Yeah. I'm not bitter mm. at all. Right, there you go. Eat the rich. That's what I say. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we are finally, hopefully, going to get a working um, Apple, Google, API-based COVID tracing app in uh, England. And, yes, I will be downloading it because... um, Yeah, me too. Put your money where your mouth is. You know, I swore blind I would not download the other one. Uh, and I've said I support the Google Apple API, so therefore I must, you know, I must, uh, you know, put my money where my mouth is and follow through. Yes, hopefully, uh, hopefully it'll sit there and not do anything. Be exactly. <laughs> well, you know, and it's important that we have enough people do it. I mean, yes, as Bart said on his show that you know, um, the the Irish one, um, they've managed to get about. Uh, I think he said... Was it 90%? Not quite 90%. I think the figures he gave me were looked about 70%, roughly. He said oh, how right. many... Okay. He said it was, you know, X many million downloads. And the adult population yeah. of uh, Ireland was, you know... I, I think it, it might have said... Many. He might have said 3 million downloads and there's only 5 million adults in in the Republic of Ireland, something like that. I forget exactly, but yeah, it was a, yeah, it yeah. was a sizable chunk. It was, you know, well, uh, well over the required amount to make it a viable service. Worthwhile. Yes. Unlike France. Was it France of only 3% of the population have downloaded their tracing app? Yeah. Something like that. Well, Which well, is effectively. The September, there was 600,000 downloads of the Scottish NHS one. That's pretty good going. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Very good. Um, well, that's what we want. So we're going to have to encourage everybody, once it's available, to download it and do the right thing. Um, and wear a mask. And wear your bloody mask. Yes. Quite right. Quite right, Jim. I mean, the way they... I, I hate to say this with ve- veering off course, but um, apparently the government are saying that the uh, R0 uh, figure for uh, England is... Over 1.1, possibly 1.2, everywhere in uh, in England. Um, and the uh, the specialist for Sage, their you know their advisory group, uh, stated quite clearly um, that he believed it could be as high as 1.7. If it's 1.7, chaps, uh, you know, another lockdown is coming because that's mm-hmm. that's, that's um, very high. Yeah. Well, 1.7. That's you know that's. Uh, that's, that's do- exponential that's growth territory. That's exponential yeah. growth territory. Uh, and he, he based that on the fact that he said he he had, the figures he had showed case numbers r- doubling every week, which means if that's true and we don't get a grip on it, we're right back where we started, basically. Mm. Yeah, at least they're in the second phase of it. Hopefully not. Mm. There we go. It's, uh, there we are. Um, this one is... It, 
this one came up um, a, a day or so ago, I think. Um, SoftBank is reportedly preparing to sell uh, ARM uh, to NVIDIA for $40 billion or more. Wow. Um, that one's in The Verge, and NVIDIA... Artie's biggest ever chip deal in pursuit of SoftBank's arm uh, is another story I've linked there. Um, obviously, this is, you know, industry chatter. Um, I'm sure people in the know, you know, have some feel for these things. I just wondered if that might not attract kind of monopoly antitrust type uh Yeah, it, it says in the article. Yeah, in the article, it does say... Uh... If it goes forward, would be one of the largest ever in the sector, and would likely face to intense regulatory scrutiny. Mm, not surprising. Um, so they bought Arm. SoftBank bought Arm for thirty-one billion. Yes, I mean it's not like it's not like, uh, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Nobody's saying that these are super inflated. Um, yeah, nine billion in years is quite good profit, though. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Um, Rumours of the deal began circulating in July. Um, NVIDIA has been reported to be the only suitor in a concrete discussion with SoftBank. Hmm. Um, There's a lot uh, in dire states at one point. Um, what, SoftBank? No, NVIDIA. Or NVIDIA? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, NVIDIA are, you know... I mean, there's only really two... As far as I'm aware, there are only really two players in the whole... You know, high-power graphics card, isn't there? Um, yes, and in all honesty, they've come into their own over the last few years because of, um, well, because of cars, basically. Mm. So the amount of processing power needed in cars is, uh, and it needs to be graphic chip architecture that does mm -hmm. it, because you're analysing the real life, as it were. You're analysing pictures. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, th I think they've come into their own over the last few years, definitely. And... Uh, it sort of doesn't surprise me that uh, the story doesn't surprise me generally. I mean, it says here, I Nvidia... think SoftBank, SoftBank probably saw in, saw Arm as a a good investment rather than. Oh, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't think. Could, yeah. I don't think. Uh, I don't think SoftBank purchased Arm. You know, to get into the technology. It's just a consortium, industry. isn't it? SoftBank yeah. is literally that. They're just a. They're just a. Well, a, a big company that buys and sells yes. things. Um, well, no I doubt... think Nvidia would have synergies. I would think with Arm. Yes, uh, I mean yeah, SoftBank. SoftBank basically just purchased Arm as a as a as an asset. It's as simple as that. It's something they buy with no doubt to run as a profit center. And then if somebody approaches them and makes them a big offer, they'll sell it. They don't. They don't they'll sell it off. Yeah, they've got no. You know, they have no um, attachment to it. In yes, any... the only reason the only reason they might not sell it is perhaps if they don't think forty billions enough. Yeah, but. You know, remains to be seen. Um, this year affects Apple's plans for moving to Arm. No, I don't think it would. I don't think it would. Um, no? Because no, I don't think Nvidia would break up Arm. Arm would still be an independent oh, no, com a company. But I mean, as it says here, right? Nvidia is the leading maker of GPUs, which Arm also designs. But other than the Tegra line of chipsets used in devices like the Nintendo Switch. NVIDIA doesn't do much in the way of CPU design or mobile hardware. Therefore, oh, okay. an ARM acquisition would be likely to change that. And in effect, I could see here what you're talking about is two companies who design chips and very successful, you know, at it, by the way, um, 
Will we end up with NVIDIA CPUs, I wonder? Mm. Certainly make uh, NVIDIA uh, a good competitor against Intel, because I think when Intel's been dominant for years, NVIDIA's been doing some catching up. Um, it would give them a good step up to compete against Intel. Mm, it would give, give Intel a kick up the backside as well. Well, I, I, I mean, Intel are getting a bit of a kick up the backside anyway, aren't they? Because... Mm. Um, AMD have made some big strides. You know, AMD are way, way smaller than... That's what I'll be thinking about, AMD. That's what I'm thinking about. They were, um, they but they've, they've made their, what is it, the Threadrippers and um, yeah, yeah. Ryzen. Um, yeah. That's, that's been threatening Intel. Uh, mm. ARM are threatening Intel by, you know, taking a different route. Um, I mean, they, yeah. you know, they started out with the Acorn... You know, that's what it's done for originally, Acorn Risk Machines. Um, not what they are now, but... Um, well, they've just managed to get themselves in the, uh, in the <laughs> if you'll forgive the pun, in the core of uh, everything, haven't they? <laughs> really? Yes, yes. And everything electronic, they're at the core of it, which is, I'm sure, what was their um, original... I, I, to be honest, I've always reason thought... Reason for being. That the thing is that when ARM realized that they you know industrial inertia and the size of intel meant they were not going to win they went off down their own path and carried on doing what they were doing and yes. when mobile came along they basically seized the you know seized the bull by the horns and went we have the you know we have the chips you want for that come to us um, yeah. and as mobile went you know became the the new desktop as it were they rose and Intel, well, I won't say Intel went down, but, you know, their their moon is waning, as it were. You know, their star is declining. Um, uh, interesting, though. It's an interesting purchase. I mean, if it goes ahead. If it goes ahead. Um, it'll um, be interesting to see what, what comes out of it. Whether, yeah, would it be some kind of merger or is it, you know, NVIDIA just trying to take hold of the whole, you know, um, I don't know. I can see what that's what I'm saying. My immediate thought when I read that headline is antitrust sure, and um, monopolies type. Uh, yeah, I, I sometimes I somehow think that Nvidia wouldn't just sit on their hands and say, "Okay, we own ARM now." Oh no, and that's it. Do you know what I mean? No. I'm, I'm sure there will be some interplay between them of some sort. Of course, no. Uh, I obviously, I guess, in Nvidia's Nvidia's uh, idea, no doubt, is to cross fertilize technologies, and you know, you've got two companies who are at the top of their game, and no doubt have some of the top talent in you know silicon design, in chip design, yeah. That's um, right. and Soft SoftBank, Jim, are just a consortium. They're just a, a finance. Yeah, they're like a hedge fund no, no. type okay. thing, aren't they? They just buy things, you know. Money. They're a money-making machine. They don't. I don't think they actually. They care. don't make stuff. <laughs> is, that, is that Warren Buffett's company? Warren Buffett. Go on. Um. Don't know. Yeah. Warren Buffett. Mm -hmm. uh, well, all I know is he owns vast amounts of Apple stock and constantly mm. tells everybody Apple stock is the thing to invest in. There's big, <laughs> big money to be made. Um. Yeah, be interesting to see whether it gets past the competition. Yes, that's. True. Um, it might it might stumble at that point. Yeah, too big a grasp at the market. On the other hand, they are different parts of the market in many ways. Mm. Yes, they are. As it says, Nvidia don't make CPUs. So mm. um, yeah, and I'm, I'm 
you know oh. i don't know if if um, Even though they make systems on a chip, it'll be a different sort of systems on the chip. But I don't know. Be interesting. I suspect they're working on the theory that if you join two, you know, teams of, you know, top in the world silicon engineers together, even if they're not directly working together, there's going to be cross fertilization of how. You yeah, know, I think so. You know. How would you, but you know, we want to do this. How you? How would you, you know, how would you, boys and girls at, at ARM, want to tackle that? You know, and there's just a. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting, wouldn't it, if you end up with, um, if you end up with built when you build a PC for yourself, uh, you no longer buy a CPU. You buy a graphics card. Actually, mm. it's not called a graphics card anymore. It's a, I don't know, the CPU engine processing uh, and it board does both or, you know. yeah it yeah. does both it does the graphics and the cpu and it's all built into the same board interesting mm. interesting there we go well that's one to watch i think that's one that um i mean that's just cropped up the last few days i think even though it says you know it's been rumored in the industry for a couple for of several months. months yeah yeah um right what else have we got we're moving on uh Apparently, uh, the Vivaldi browser has introduced a break mode, a way to pause the internet. Um, Vivaldi, of course, a browser we've mentioned before on this show. Uh, you're a big fan of Vivaldi, aren't you, um, Yes, Jim? I quite like it. I, I've used it, it in the past. It's iOS. Um, hmm? Yeah, I, I used it in the past, Vivaldi. Um, it's from one of the founders of Opera, I think. The guy who runs Vivaldi was one of the co-founders of Opera. Um which is a sadly underrated browser, to be honest. Although now, now um, Opera runs on Chromium, so um, yeah, well, this sort of Chrome as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but, but it's a nice, it's a web browser. I, I, I used it as my well, backup browser for a while. Um, I think I dropped it for um, the Ghostery one. Um, hmm. Which has now been discontinued. So um, when that got discontinued, I put I put Firefox as my uh, secondary browser. I might I might download Vivaldi again. Actually, one of the one of the uh, one of the nice things they're introducing in this, <coughs> oh, excuse me, is a uh, domain highlighting in the URL film. Yes, field. yes, that's so very that's, good. That's quite good. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know, so if you are at um, bt.com for instance that then that bt.com bit gets highlighted so you don't get fooled by someone sticking in bt.com further down the yes the chain as it were and in and make you think that it really is bt i mean um I, I don't know um i haven't used safari i know this sounds weird i haven't used safari in years because i'm always on the uh safari technology preview which is yeah kind of like apple's beta for uh safari and they uh did um on that a long time ago they did a similar thing so when you go to a a website in the title bar it shows you um the main part of the url so yes for example btconnect.com um and it doesn't show you all the slash 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 um, gubbins gubbins unless you click in it so if you then click oh, in right. it, okay if you yeah so for example if yes, i go of course it does yes yes yeah. so when, when you're looking at youtube for instance it'll show youtube.com but it'll only show you the url 
If you click in it, yeah. If you click in it, then it shows you the slash one four seven nine five three three hash hash. You know all that garbage. Yes, X. <laughs> but the, the, the yes, the the point is, it's again the the point of that in the same way as Vivaldi is. So that if you go to I don't know if you if you think you're going to natwestbanking.co.uk, you are less likely to be fooled by a nat nat you know netwastbanking.co.uk slash fraudulent slight site slash dot com you know um but the other idea of this break mode is that you can actually yes the break mode the whole whole break mode is you literally just pause everything you press the pause button and it just grays the whole lot out for 10 minutes (laughs) right just turn it off stop the world i want to get off um and not a bad thing actually not a bad thing um yeah perhaps apple could steal that for uh you know that's, mm. there we go um not ever do anything like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well you know good artist copy great artist steal there we go um <laughs> i believe it was pablo picasso who said that originally but steve jobs nicked it <laughs> yes <laughs> aptly enough he stole it there we are um Security and privacy. Couple couple of things here um, this week before we wrap up. Um, I've got an article from Wired, Wired UK. Free VPNs are a privacy nightmare and you should not download them. Um, go read it. It's, uh, you know, it's what we've said before. All these super cheap VPNs that promise you, you know, pay us four quid and be protected forever are usually garbage or, and or collecting all your data or selling off your browsing history or whatever. Um, I was glad yeah. to see, by the way, in the article from Wired UK, um, they said if you must use, a, you know, uh, if you must have access to a free VPN, uh, look at Proton VPN, my favourite, of course, uh, or mm-hmm. Winscribe, which is the, the one which Donnie is very keen on. Um, oh, very good. Uh, there we go. Um, oh, well done, Proton. Mm. Uh, yes, very, very good. Uh, you know, they're, they're beginning to uh, get mentioned more and more, um, considering, you know, they were not very well known um, yeah. when we first started Proton, talking about them. Sorry, Jim? I was going to say, also with Proton, uh, they're bringing out other um, services. They are bringing out other services, yes. Yeah. I mean, at the moment, calendar. obviously you've got Proton VPN, Proton Mail. They now have a Proton mm. Calendar. Which mm-hmm. is, you know, obviously a competitor to Google Calendar, uh, but encrypted. Um, and they have been on for some time about Proton Drive. And uh, the other day they sent me an email saying Proton Drive public beta coming later in 2020. So sometime before the end of the year, um, mm-hmm. they're working on a, you know, a Google Drive type, um, or no, or cloud drive, um, which will be, you know, uh, no doubt paid for. I'm sure it would be a paid mm. for service, but will be, you know, encrypted end to end so that your stuff is safe. Um, but anyway, uh, this is only, re- you know, this only really reiterates what we've said time and time again. Um, data harvesting, leaks and logging are just the start of your worries. Um, and there's a list here of various, you know, dodgy uh, practices. uh done by these you know cheap and uh dubious vpn companies many of which of course actually um come from china 
Mm. There we are. Um, so stick to, you know, well-reviewed and uh, trusted VPNs, basically. Um, and as I say, Windscribe and Proton got a, uh, a mention from Wired as being shootable. I would also say, um, obviously, Tunnel Bear um, offer a free service. Um, there you go. Right. Is he what mentioned in that article, Tunnelware? Yes. Because um, <coughs> they're more, they're more think, well known. I think the fact that they got bought by Semantic has put quite a lot of people off them. They've been hmm. nudged down the recommendation list. They're still a very good service. I would not knock them, I have to say. I was a bit concerned at first, but um, they still appear to be a reputable service and they offer a, you know, a perfectly acceptable free tier. Hmm. Or you know, but um, Windscribe yeah, yeah. uh, Windscribe yeah. seem to be you know considered very near the top these days. And Proton, from being a, a company that almost nobody had heard of a couple of years ago, um, have mm. moved well up the table, as it were. Um, I, did, I did have I did have Tunnel Bear, uh, but when they got bought over, I, I moved over to Proton. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's the same for me actually. Um, block block. From Objective C, you put this one in, didn't you, Jim? Um, mm-hmm. Objective C are the company I've talked about. I have um, Lulu, which is uh, similar to Little Snitch. It's not as fully featured as Little Snitch by any, uh, you know, by any means, but it's from Objective C and it's offered for free. Um, and it just gives a, a much more simple monitor. Um, block Block is uh, designed to monitor. Um, persistence locations for malware. So uh, malware which installs itself persistently to ensure it's automatically uh, re-executed. Block Block monitors the common persistence locations uh, and alerts if a persistent component is added to your, uh, you know, to your OS. Uh, So there you go. That's free from Objective-C who have a a bunch of... um, tools to be on honest um they have lulu which is uh, a network monitor they have a do not disturb um do not disturb detects and alerts you of any evil made type attack uh, knock knock uh see what's persistently installed on your mac um i think i can uh, see a pattern developing here yes <laughs> uh, yes um the guy uh you know, it's very much. It's well. I mean, it, it, it's free Mac security tools. You look. You, you, that's his title. If you go to products, free Mac security tools. Yeah. Um, you know, support us with Patreon. Um, a whole load of stuff. He does a whole load of stuff, which is um, depending on how you know paranoid you are. Um, some of them overlap, but a very good bunch of tools if you're interested in any of that sort of thing. Um, he ha- also has a very uh, fairly informative blog. Well, I say he. He, they, I, I don't know. Um, an informative, you know, blog. Objective C's blog, objectivec dot com. Um, yeah, some good products if you're, you know, in the least bit concerned that there might be something iffy going on. It's almost certainly uh, that they will have a free tool to help you check. There you go. Um, worth of chirps. Worth of chirps. Um, I can't remember who put this one in the Slack. Um. Details Pro is a new app which lets developers create swift UI projects on the iPhone and the iPad. Um, there you go. Um, 
I think Alistair oh, cool. and um, possibly Donny were uh, quite interested in that because yeah. um, at the moment, other than Swift Playgrounds, you cannot, um, you know, there's no X code for iOS, basically. But apparently, uh, you know, Apple might not provide tools, but some third parties do. And Details Pro is a new app that lets you at least start a project. I'm not saying that you can completely, you know, do a project, but there you go. Um, oh, okay, that's cool. And I think you posted this one, didn't you, Jim? Fenetra, um, window yeah. in window for the Mac. I'm just having a look at to see what it's like, but I've not actually used it yet. All right. Party in the front, business in the back, picture in picture for your Mac, pro version or a light version. Um, so what does it what does it mean, picture in picture? I mean, we've got video picture in picture on the Mac. In, oh, on the Mac? Yes. On the Mac, yeah. Oh, on, on the, the Mac, Mac, not on the uh, right, yeah. not on iOS. Oh, right. Um, there we go. Um, I've not tried it yet, um, and whether it will work with my uh, beta, I don't know. I must admit, picture-in-picture picture is not something that I'm a big, you know... If I want to watch something, I want to watch it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I suppose if you're, I suppose if you're, um, if you're doing something like learning to code, for instance... Oh, yeah, you don't know, you get might, me wrong. You might be watching, watching a video in the corner of someone doing it while you're doing it yourself. I'm not... I'm not um, you know, I'm not saying it's a, a pointless feature. I'm sure there are. Yeah, I mean, in fact, we hear there's exactly that. Look, they've they've got uh, somebody. You oh yes, know, so they have. Yes, doing some code and the video in in the front. So the you know he's watching the video and. Um, oh, that's quite cool. And also, we've got someone here. Look, looking at a TED talk of some sort of. Um, I assume they're talking about something, and then he's doing something. So in, they've I got don't know. two different versions. They've got a light version, which is free. And a pro version, which is... Oh, doesn't say. Right, okay. Uh, in free, one window, browser extension, settings, markdown preview, code highlighting, mute window, show hide window, refined experience for specific websites, local file access, um, included in pro, all of the free features, as many windows as you need, click to see through, opacity controls. Oh, it's uh, it's seven ninety nine. In the UK store. Oh well, so it's not even. So it's not ridiculously expensive, no. No, so um, but there's a free version if all you wanted to get is uh, picture in picture. Yeah. And um, well, eight pounds if you want all the pro features. Blimey. It's not unreasonable, is it? It's not on un- oh, seven dollars ninety nine. That probably pan out to uh, yeah, eight pounds. Well, yeah, but it's usually dollar to the pound in the app store. But anyway, mm. there, there you go. It um. If you're interested in yeah, picture it is, in picture, it is 99 in pounds. Yeah. yeah, there we go. So, there we go. Not something that I'm desperately um, bothered about, but like you say, Nick, I'm you know I'm not knocking it. There are probably a lot of people who would make use of that. And there yeah, we go. I have, been, I have been thinking about getting into... Cause I, I tried to do a little bit of coding a couple of years ago, uh, and, and when I did look into it, it, it didn't look beyond my abilities, I didn't think. Um, so... And I have been thinking recently about getting back to it because there is something I want to do. Um, it's it's not going to be a big selling app, but uh, I, I've got I've got something in the back of my head that I'd like to have a go at. So uh, at that point, if I do get on with it, I'll let you know. Okay. Um, and that's called Fenetra. Um, there we are. Link in the show notes. And I think we'll wrap it up, boys, because we um, started late this evening, and um, now it's getting quite late. Getting I'd like later. to go. And- <laughs> I'd like to go and watch the rest of Ted Lasso, to be honest. Um, oh, yes, right here. 
I've just got one question to actually on last week's show. You mentioned you all had superpowers. What's the superpowers you've got? Oh yes, what was it? Um, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember us talking about it. I said it's like uh, it's our superpower. Oh what? Oh, it's rambling. Rough. Rambling, rambling on, on. Yes. rambling on. Yeah, <laughs> that's our superpower. Rambling on mindlessly. I thought it might have been like my superpower again on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> jumped over the barrier to Oh yeah, that was uh, exciting. Yeah. Alistair tweeted. <laughs> Alistair tweeted today actually that uh, he was glad that uh, you know if the world is going to hell, I can always fall back on my superpower. What is my superpower? I can reliably spit the toothpaste down the plug hole every time. Not quite sure that's <laughs> going to help him much, but you know, <laughs> yeah. that is a pretty good superpower, I have to admit, because I usually get it all over the sink, like most people. There we are. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure with that appealing image, <laughs> we should wrap up, wrap up. So, um... We'll do the usual stuff. Jim, do you want to go first? Uh, sweet words, I've done this. Um, yeah, you can find me on Flickr as the SRPS paint shop. Uh, we have a Flickr group for Essential Apple. If you want to uh, join that, uh, just click on the, the link in Flickr and we'll get you logged in. Um, I'm in the Slack group and on Vimeo as well. Um, I think there's a link in the show The link for that. for that is in the show notes, yes, because it's quite, yeah. it's and quite for, and for torturous. All, and for all those Star Trek fans, live long and prosper on Star Trek Day. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Nick? Yes, if you uh, if you look very, very hard, you might find me on Twitter. Um, and I'm Spligosh on there, S-B-L-I-G-O-S-H. And occasionally you'll find me on Bart Show, although I haven't been on recently. Uh it's always uh, times have always clashed with something else, uh, and if you're interested in um, the work I'm doing, um, streaming worship, then uh, have a look at Sutton Park Circuit Worship uh, Church Worship website, um, which is uh, there's a link in the show notes. Link to yes, link to the YouTube, link to the YouTube's in uh, in the show notes, um, and you can find me on the Twitter as at Serenak, and that's S E R E N A K. Uh, there's also an at essential apple uh, account um, all the stuff's on the website at uh, uh, essential apple at- <laughs> I'll put my teeth in now <laughs> essentialapple.com um, and uh, you know thank you thank you of course to all of our listeners thank you to the people who retweet us thank you to the people who send us money yes we you know occasionally we do need money the pay hosting and things um and uh so yes thank you for people who support us in patreon and all the other ways that uh you know people step up to help us out keep this rubbish on the air and uh <laughs> <laughs> i'm surprised you know us lot rambling on you think who wants to listen to us old farts rambling on but apparently people like it so well we do we, yes, do. We, do. we enjoy it. We enjoy it. I don't care if anybody <laughs> listens or not, really. <laughs> if people want to listen to us, that's great. Good for them. As uh, yeah, you know, as as guy as guy would have it, you know, uh, dog on it. We was it. We're smart enough and good enough, and yeah. people like us. Dog. Apparently, yes. You have to say <laughs> woof woof in the middle. Of that. Oh yeah, woof woof. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Or was it? Rah! Anyway, all of that aside, <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. never mind. Um, 
enough of all that. Enough of all that. Uh, I think we should wrap the show up before we just ramble on for another two hours. So uh, <laughs> until next week, people, um, when we will no doubt have lots to talk about following the Apple event. Uh, we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Sleep well, guys. Bye. You've been listening to the Essential Apple Podcast. And I'd like to say if you enjoy the show and would like to support us, feel free to go over to the website essentialapple.com and you will find links to both Patreon and the Pinecast Tips Jar where you can make a donation towards the costs of the show. Uh, Or even if you're really keen, you could set up a recurring payment. And thank you very, very much to all the people who already do support us. We really do appreciate you very much indeed. This show is, of course, part of the My Mac Podcasting Network, where you can find a variety of other shows like the My Mac Podcast with Guy and Gaz, the G-Men, Tech Fan with Tim and David, the Nintendo Club Podcast, the Geekiest Show Ever, the Three Geeky Ladies, uh, Bart Bouchotts and his wonderful Let's Talk Apple, and possibly some more that I've forgotten. So why not go over to mymac.com, take a look at the available podcast, and take a listen. And then I'm moving my whole base of operations to Universal Studios. <laughs> Old guys wandering around. I just can't imagine what could possibly, possibly go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're watching you too. Yeah. We're the clueless hosts of the MyMac podcast. <laughs> Thank you so very, very much for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. We really, really do appreciate it. Tell me about it. (laughs) People like us. Apparently, people like to respond on Facebook to hairy bald guys who said stupid things. Why don't you bring us in? What what do you think about um, Mulan? I don't mean the movie. I mean the fact that people who subscribe to Disney have to pay a further £19.99 to watch the film. Yeah. Um, I just think that's dreadful. Yeah. I mean, I can understand the logic of a family, you know, not having to go to the cinema and all that, but that's still a lot of money on top of your subscription. It, I think it's a bit of a bloody cheek, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, I so know what I. They're tr- I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to recoup the money that they would have got from a cinema launch. From a box office, yeah. But they're not going to get that. And then, so if they put it in Disney Plus, then you're getting it. I'd be interested to know how many people have uh, paid for it because that just seems a lot to me. I mean, there is nothing else that we subscribe to that costs 20 quid. I mean, even Apple's most expensive, normally 13 99 aren't they, for a new film? I, I don't know. To be honest, yeah, it's th- it's thirteen ninety nine for a new film, very recent new film. I don't buy uh, films and stuff on Apple. On I, d- I don't anymore. I don't anymore. I did for a little while. I don't I anymore. Buy, um, I mean, mostly but, uh, I just I, I, mean, I just I pay, rent it these days because yeah, I mean, yeah, four ninety nine. And well, let's yeah. face it, one or two films I my just kids wanted and, I just, to like get the pre order that better deal to buy the it, thing where you got the DVD and everything, but. I mean, yes, I don't think yeah. I've even got a bloody DVD player anymore. No, 
no, I know what you mean. But I mean, I, the, just did... I just it keeps popping up in my um, probably in my YouTube, you know, as an advert. Uh, and every time it comes on, I think, who's crazy enough to spend twenty quid and a monthly subscription? Yeah, that's bonkers. Well, I mean, on Amazon, on the Amazon Prime, you get a load of stuff that's included free with the Prime, don't you? Which I yeah, which I watch. I'm happy to watch. Which is not bad. Some of it's pretty good, no, actually. It's pretty yeah. good. And then there's stuff which you they want you to pay extra for. Yeah, um, which is fair enough as far as I'm. But concerned. it's a bit. It's a bit like when I had Sky, right? There's yeah. there's Sky and there's Sky Movies. If you subscribe to Sky Movies, all the movies in Sky Movies are free. Yes. And then they have box but you pay extra. Yeah, well you pay you pay to have the movie channel, don't you? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But then there's box office as well. Now all the new stuff oh. right, the hot new stuff goes into box office and that's like you have to pay to rent it to watch it. And you can you get box office without without the Sky Movies? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. box yeah. because the box office is a pay-to-view service. Ah, uh, right. Okay. So fair enough. I don't think you even have to be. Um, well, you probably have to have a Sky account to have it. But, but I bet they're not charging nineteen ninety nine. Oh no, they're about usually they're about four ninety nine or something. Yeah, unless it's a, a top, you know, blockbuster new release. And but even then, you know. Y- y- Quite often, like my son would take me, oh, I want to watch Suicide Squad, right? And I've seen it's on Sky. Yeah, Joe, it's in it's in box office and it's a tenner to watch it, right? So I say, oh, moan, groan, grumble. I say, look, we'll leave it because in a month they'll knock it down. It'll be four ninety nine, yeah? And in three months, when they think they've milked all the money they can out of it, they'll stick it on Sky Movies. So <laughs> yes. you're only paying to watch it right now, this minute. Yeah. That's right. And, you, want- uh, you know, if people want to do that, that's fine. I just think, I just, what took me back was the amount. Mm. That 20 quid, I thought, for one film was a lot. If you look at it from Disney's side of the coin, um, for a family to go and see that movie in a cinema, it cost them a lot more than 20, 20 oh, yeah. pounds. Um, so for a family, it's quite a cheap option to see the, the new film. Well, that, you say that. Um, um... But, but because it's that means then that the cinema gets no re- revenue from it uh, because they make their money from all the extras that they sell. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're losing out on that side of it. The family gains by getting a new movie cheap. But if you look at the other side of the coin... Yeah, it's extortion because they, you they, they deserve, a subscription. Yeah, they deserve no no one to buy it. Really, yeah. and, uh, you know. Uh, but you can see where the family would probably go for it because I, I can understand that if you were going yeah. to the cinema, but you get the cinema's different to your living room, isn't oh, it? Aye, aye. You're going to the big cinema. You've got the big surround sound, yeah. and you're paying for experience. And I, I quite understand that. But to charge twenty quid. Uh, because we don't want to lose as much money as we look as if mm. we're going to, is, well, cynical at best. Yeah. The, the worry is that um, after this is all over, this pandemic, we'll, we'll see how many cinemas are still on the go after this. Uh, so you're, you're, the days have well, gone. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, we might find right. some closing. Well, I tell you what, yeah. this is a total oh, no. side. This is a total side, I admit. But our, um, our local cinema in, in the town, which is a was supported by the council, and it's a it's an old fashioned small cinema with one screen. Mm. 
and um, they're having a, 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 a huge refurbishment, right? It's being extended, and I think they're having more screens put in and a, all remodeled and extended and, and, and the whole thing, right? And in February, they were going to close the cinema, and it was going to be closed for nine months, I think, while it was remodeled. And they went to a great deal of effort to set up a deal with the John Peel um, Arts Centre, which is also in the town, which is in the old Corn Exchange building, and w- which uh-huh. was at once upon a time a cinema at one point anyway. But that's by the by. They did a deal that they would be able to show movies there on um, like three nights a week when the John right. Peel Arts Centre didn't have something else going on. And that, that was going to mm-hmm. And then lockdown happened. So that whole thing oh completely just gone to pieces. That whole all went completely to, to hell. So everything was shut down. So at the minute, they are busy working on the cinema, refurbishing it all. Of course, that's not one of the chains. It's a it's a cinema, and it's partly run by the council, the local council, as an amenity, because that's where they put yeah. on pantos and things. We have, like where the Amdram put on their pantos and things like that. And they have stage shows and other things, you know, live music and whatnot. It, it was it was a sort of, well, it was an old-fashioned theatre slash cinema. It sounds a bit like uh, the Glasgow Film Theatre, which is an old-fashioned theatre. It's got the big, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's got the one big um, screen theatre and two small ones. And it's it's my preference over the cine world, you know, any day. To yeah, go and see a film and it's much more intimate. Um, it's just a nice cinema to go to, but uh, at the moment I'm not going anywhere near a cinema. No, no, no. <laughs> As exactly. are not, yeah, a lot yeah. of people aren't. Nobody. I'm not going to a bloody cinema anytime soon. Thank you. I didn't go very often. I must admit, because although I have to say one thing with our local cinema is um, the prices there are very reasonable. I mean, if I go to Cineworld, when I went to Cineworld with my uh, boy to see. I remember now. One of the Star Wars movies, I think. No, no, it wasn't Star Wars. Something else. Anyway, we, we went to Cineworld because it was on at Cineworld or whatever it was. Um, And we got there and I said, oh, I would like two tickets for the whatever it was. Was it? Was it Star Wars? I don't know. Anyway, we went to see it, uh, this movie. And they said to me, oh, they're, they're like 15 quid each, you know. <laughs> I was like, ouch, mm. ouch. Mm. But the local cinema... Obviously, they don't necessarily get the movies in the first couple of weeks of release, but they only charge seven pound fifty a ticket. Yeah, so. <laughs> which is quite different, isn't it? Which yeah. is quite. I mean, I, I went to the uh, I went to the Odeon quite a lot last year, but that's because we had a special deal through work when oh. I had one of their premier cards, uh, and which which made it worthwhile going fairly regularly. And there was one in Coventry, so that was quite good. I'd go straight from work. The other good thing about the Glasgow Film Theatre is they do an over sixties. Um, oh yes, some do that, don't they? Yeah, so That's we get good. A bit of a discount, which is good. Like I say, our, our, you know, the cinema in Stowmarket is supported by the council um, to some extent. Obviously, they have to do their best to make a reasonable go yes. of it. Yeah. Um, but it is supported to some extent because it's used as, as an art centre as well as a. Um, uh-huh. We're quite lucky, obviously, because we have you know the cinema, the Regal, and we have the John Peel. Uh, Centre for Performing Arts. Um, so we're actually quite well, you know, set up for that. But um, we're quite lucky, I think, considering what a fairly minor market town we are. You know, 
Well, I don't know whether you want to um, drop that uh, Mulan discussion into the uh, into the mix. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what other people have got to say on um, on the Slack. Oh, I'll tell you what I have been watching on um, Netflix. I mentioned it in the Slack, actually. I've been watching this thing called Rust Valley Restorers on Netflix. Oh, right. I haven't seen that. It's um, it's these Canadian guys. They're in British Columbia. Yeah. I'll so, warn you, they're nuts. Oh, yeah, they're nutty as hell. There's quite a lot of swearing in it, although they bleep most of it out. But, um, yeah. Mad as a box of frogs. Hoarded, mad, mad as a box of frogs, all of them, yeah, as, as my wife just said. But, um, and... This guy started a, res- a restoration shop, and he—I mean, he's got like he's got fields of old cars, right? Like oh, a scrap right. Yard. Okay. He's got yeah. like a scrapyard anyway. And there's a bit like one thing that he says to this bloke: "This car of yours, the body's all rotten. It's rotten as a pear. Um, I think we're going to have to, you know, take the shell off and um, use all your parts. We'll use as many parts as we can, and we'll have to find you another body shell." So the, this, the, his son says to him. You got a couple of those in the bottom field, don't you, Dad? He's like a couple. I got four or five of those. Oh, and a sixty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a I bit. I remember they... watching. Uh, I remember watching a little while ago. Um, Johnny Smith, um, who does his own podcast now, uh, talking about talking about um, uh, an auction site, and they literally had a field full of cars, which, which they walked around. But it's called Rust... Carpervert. Car, but yes, he is called Car Pervert. Yeah, yeah. But the Rust Valley. I, like, called... I like some of Johnny's stuff. Mm-hmm. What's it called? I'm, I'm sad. I was sad that he left. Um... Yeah, I am a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I thought they worked. Very... I thought they bounced off one another quite nicely. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a laugh. This you will like it, and it's uh, this bloke is basically obsessed with seventies muscle cars. Yeah. So they're all they're restoring things like you know Dodge Chargers and and all sorts of things like that. That does sound interesting. It is interesting because it's 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 the the people in it are interesting and engaging in and of the, their own right and quite funny. And it's, so yeah. it's a sort of semi reality show, so you'll see them shouting at each other and throwing things at each other and and all that. But they're best mates. Yeah. They're but they're yeah they're 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 all mates. And this place, this Rust Valley, is full of all these people restoring cars. So it's like, you know how things kind of collect in groups. And so, although technically they're sort of rivals, they also, like, when one of them gets in the shtuk, you know, he'd, he'd ring up another bloke and he'll, I'll send a couple of mechanics down to help you out then. And all that. Oh, um, right, okay. There's all that sort of stuff that, going on. But there's other things in quite there. Good. They have things like they. they I, I quite decide. like restoration things generally. So. Yeah, it's interesting. It's really yeah. interesting. And um, but it, to spice it up, they have things like there's the thing they decide to enter the demolition derby. So they're all trying to build demolition derby cars. And <laughs> um, but I t- I tell you how mad it is. There's this bit they go to visit one of the blokes' mother, and she lives on this farm, and she's nearly as bad as a hoarder as they are. They go around her farm. She's got all these old tractors and whatnot everywhere. Anyway, they find a Model T Ford in a boarded-up shed. Oh, wow. Right, yeah. So <laughs> this is what it's like. I guess it must just be because in places like America and Canada where you've got all these places, people don't dispose of cars. They just dump them. They just park them in the woods and leave them there, you know. Anyway, so they, they're talking about this Model T Ford. And the, the main guy, he says, oh, I, do you know what? It's, I think we should restore this. And then the other bloke goes... Oh, I, I think I've got a tub for one of these. I know I've got some doors in one of the storage units. It's like, <laughs> who the hell says, 
Oh, I know I've got a couple of Model T Ford doors stored away. You know, it's like, yeah, what? Exactly. <laughs> what? Well, I thought they might come in useful one day. I mean, this was just mental. The, the best one was well, when you went to the, buy a load of bloody shells and it oh, had hundreds and thousands. Oh, yeah. There's this yeah. thing. He buys, because they, the rest of the crew are on at him that he's not organised enough and that his storage units are just piled up with random stuff. Random shite, yeah. He goes and he buys, he buys, he buys at a swap meet. He says he buys some shelving racking off another bloke who's sort of similar to him. I'll, I'll sell you these storage racks. So when they come with their truck to get the storage racks, they're covered. They've got like three thousand car tail lights and things on them. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going like, I don't even want the racking. And the other bloke's like, Well, that's a job lot. It comes with all the shit that's on it. <laughs> <laughs> so then they're trying to move all this stuff and going, I don't want that, I don't want that. And then he's going, Oh, oh, no, look, that's a tail light for a 1957 whatever. And the other bloke's going, don't, you don't, We don't need any more. We only want the shelves. Put it down. Put it down. <laughs> Chuck it. We don't need any more junk. It's, it is. It's hilarious as well as interesting, you know. Yeah. And they take. Oh, I might one, look that up. It is worth it. And they take on these jobs, you know, and he's always going, yeah, that's not too bad. We can do that. That would be 20, 30 hours work maybe. And then, of course, they start working on it and they'll find that it's way worse than they expected. You know, it's rotten as a pear. Yeah. Or the well, jo- uh, Johnny's just, Johnny's recently posted a, a video. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, he's restoring one, a, 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 an Austin Allegro. That's a different job. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a slipper. Yeah. So that's quite interesting because my first car was an Allegro. So mm. I might watch it. That'd be interesting. It's definitely look, look like the Allegro, but internally it'll be um super top hot rod. Oh right, okay. So, so they're just going to tear of, the inside out. So what show's that? This is Car Pervert on the YouTube. Yeah. Oh right, okay. Yeah. What? Where was that one you were talking about, Simon? It's on Netflix and it's called Rust Valley Restorers. Rust Valley Restorers. And there's another one as well, which is similar, which I've only watched a couple of, but that's about. A similar sort of thing but they're a lot more organized they're trying to they're trying to start with a, a really cheap car restore it sell it and keep trading up and they're trying to get uh, to right. make a car that's worth like half a million um but that's also fascinating there's a thing where they build a replica of a concept car from like 1960 or something and give it to the museum for free give it away oh right um they spend hours you know weeks and weeks and hours and hours of time building this car and then they give it away and all the team are like you know why why are we doing this he's going like trust me and then at the very end of that show he says ah now this is where we make our money back and um i won't spoil it because if you watch it you i won't spoil the surprise but um, oh right okay yeah it's uh, yeah that sounds good there's a couple mm-hmm. of those they're very good and ted lasso is worth watching definitely okay so i've got even more to watch now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never have enough time. We hope you enjoyed the show and we look forward 
see you joining us again another time. Until then, goodbye.